We know that support for your favorite podcast comes in tons of different ways. For some, the only way they can or want to support us is with the basic stuff. Tuning into the podcast weekly, sending us valuable information on Teams, or just spreading the word about the podcast. And all those things are amazing. We really appreciate all those things, but we can't pay the bills with those. On November 16th, we are launching our Patreon for the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. This will give you guys an opportunity to support us financially while also gaining access to exclusive content that will only be available on Patreon. Check out our link tree on any of our social media platforms and just go look at the Patreon for yourself. You're going to love it. Don't miss out on your chance to join the Arizona Small Ball Army. What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast, where we discuss one of the hidden gems in Arizona, small school basketball. Here we talk about everything in the small ball scene. We cover scores, coaches, teams, and players. As coaches in the Valley, we understand that these teams don't get enough attention, and our biggest goal is to change that. We're here to keep you guys updated on everything small ball and ignore everything else because Honestly, Arizona Small Balls is better than everything else. On our show, these guys are the stars. It is Monday, November 7th. Reyes is here with me as always. And if you're tuning in and you're following everything we're doing on social media, you're probably expecting to hear an episode that's talking about region winners and region champions that are way too early before the season started. We kind of put our heads together and we felt like that we want to do that later on in the season, maybe not at the very beginning. We're thinking about doing that kind of midway like we did last season because that worked out pretty good. In order to do this other episode, we'll, we thought that probably a better thing to do right now would be to just talk about, because we all know that everybody's schedules is really fresh on the mind. We wanted to talk about some teams that had some of the toughest schedules in Arizona small world, because there's some teams that got some great schedules. Whereas I know you were looking at some of these schedules, there's some teams that got some gauntlets to go through. I know you see that. Yeah. I mean, some of the teams that we looked at from the one, a to the three, a man, I mean, Great job scheduling. I mean, who it's does- like a dogfight every single night God, for some of these teams, man. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's literally like a who any it's anybody's game at that point for some of these teams. It's gonna be very interesting to see and pretty exciting to see. Honestly, I'm I'm pumped for it. So we're really gonna focus in on some of the toughest schedules that we have seen upcoming this season. We know this schedules are subject to change. At the point of us recording this right now, a lot of the tournaments and stuff and the teams are not set either, and that's okay. We're just going to live with that and live with those changes. But right now, we've we've got some really, really good teams to talk about. So we're going to start with the 1A. We're going to go all the way to the 3A. And the 1A, we saw really two teams that had a really tough schedule, El Capitan and Hayden. Uh, Reyes, why don't you start with El Capitan, man? Who do they got on their schedule? Because I know they got some really, really good teams loaded on there. Yeah, so to start off, El Capitan actually starts off with a team from Nevada. Actually, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. You cut me off. <laughs> Before that, as a coach, I mean, this is a pretty easy question. Oh, I, like, I would, even... you ra- would you rather... Let's just talk really quick about the benefits of playing, of, a, tougher of playing a really tough schedule. Yeah, yeah. So I think... So obviously it benefits if you play a tough schedule. I think it's obviously it gets you prepared for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It gets your team ready to get to some tough games, especially if you go through some nail biters between mm-hmm. like a five to one to five point game. Sure. 
your team gets more mentally tough, you kind of just sharpen everything up because you have to because every night you know it's going to be a dogfight. Right. I know a negative, if you play a – not I shouldn't say soft schedule, but a soft schedule, it just kind of hurts you because if you're just kind of rolling through the season and if your region's pretty weak – I know sometimes you can't control your region, but I mean, right. like those like non-conference games, like you have to schedule somebody. Mm-hmm. You want to get your team ready, and if you don't, and you just kind of mope around and kind of skid through the season, come playoff time, dude. There's gonna be a lot of teams like Hayden and El Capitan that have gone through the gauntlet. They've gone through the fire. They've seen the who's who of who's gonna be in the one A. And if you're not ready for that, then it's gonna show come playoff. It's better to just be ready now than not, than later, and then be booted and watching from home. And I feel like one of the, one of the most, one of the the most frustrating things as a coach is complacency, right? Yes. When you've got a group of kids that are winning a lot and it's great, you know, it's great to win, but you know, there's, there's a lot of complacency that creeps in when your competition isn't as good. So I would much rather as a coach deal with game planning for tough schedules and maybe even losing some really close games opposed to trying to figure out how to keep my kids motivated during a season that is just a little bit too easy. I just, I hate that. That's one of my least favorite vibes. It, it's a really uh, pet peeve for me too, as well. Just cause I think we're so used to just scheduling like really tough games for us. Like we, our kids need it. And like I said, it, if you're complacent, man, it just, it doesn't suck, but it sucks. Cause mm-hmm. then your kids just like are riding pretty high. And they like, said, so once you get hit in the mouth and they, they don't, sometimes it's false do. is what you're saying, right? Yeah. You just don't know what to do. That's what I'm saying. It's just better to be ready now. Iron sharpens iron. Ooh, that's a Bible verse right there, Big Ray. Hey, now. Hey, now. That's crazy. Preaching the gospel. <laughs> that is gospel what you were saying. That's good. Thank you. I also want to say this because it just made me, it popped into my head. Do you remember years ago? Maybe it was like three years ago, four years ago. I think it was when I first came, actually. So maybe more like six years ago. But Rancho used to play that, like, there wasn't like a national schedule, but it kind of was. Oh, I do remember do that. Do you remember actually. that? And then yeah. at the end of the season, they were always ranked like number nine or something. But they were like clearly, they were clear- I, I think it was the year that they won it all. They were clearly a number one or number two team. But probably but- a number one, but they were ranked in number nine because of all these crazy teams they were playing. And then what you have in the rankings in the tournament afterward is, you know, when the season's done, you have a team that's facing up against Rancho in the very first round. And it's like, well, that sucks, you know, I mean, well, because they're saying. so loaded. And like looks can be deceiving because I remember some of those years like Rancho had, I think they did have like a winning record. But it was like almost like it was barely above like 500. Right. But the teams they were playing were just bananas. They were know? bananas. Yeah. They're going to New Jersey and New York and everything like that. So shout out to Coach Trick for actually literally taking in the fact of like iron sharpens iron and literally like going into the heat of the battle and just kind of getting after it. <laughs> You're getting some, some Bible references here, man. As a Bible teacher, I'm loving this right now. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So let's just talk about. Uh, El Capitan Hayden we're starting with the 1A why don't you just tell us what are some like games that really stick out to you about El Capitan let's start with them yeah so before I was actually rudely interrupted and cut off by <laughs> that's Jeff that's my fault that's my fault no I'm kidding um, they start off their season with a team from Nevada called Beaver Dam the Diamondbacks <laughs> please don't ever do that again I'm sorry <laughs> I, 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 I thought that's what snakes make right <laughs> yeah, sure Anyways, after that, they go to the Williams Route 66 Classic, hosted by Williams, which they're probably going to see some really competitive teams. I think Mogi on them are going to be competing that as well. Mm. Um, after that, they do play a team from Utah called Diamond Ranch Academy. So that'd be actually very interesting to see. And then later on the season and coming to, uh, towards like December, they got Basis Flagstaff. They got Beaver Dam again, Grand Canyon, another Utah team called Kanab. They play Williams. 
Ash Fork, Fredona, which was a pretty decent team, Seligman, Grand Canyon, Fredona, Williams, Ash Fork, Seligman, Milford. So I think that's like three teams, out-of-state teams that mm-hmm. uh, El Capitan actually is playing. And like I said, they are playing a Williams team, and they do do that Route 66 Classic, which I think will actually benefit them. Even though it's early in the season, I think that's going to kind of carry weight as they headed towards like the later in the season. Yeah, and I think that it's really good. I'm tra- are those games away games or are they home games? Which one? The all those out of state games. The out of state games actually. Let's see. Home? Oh, no, that's away. Away. Does it say location yet? Or no? Yeah, it says at their school. So yeah, all those uh, out of state games that are away. So El Capitan's actually traveling. That's gonna be really good for them. You know, I yeah. always like having a test like that. Even though years ago when we played Page and they were in our region. I hated the three-hour drive, but I kind of liked the test for our kids mentally, you know, to be able to stay up for that. Or even when we went to Winslow. Yeah, Winslow, too. We played terrible in that game. God, oh my God, we played terrible. I remember watching from the from home, and I was like, what's happening? I was like, you weren't there, but me and our other coaches, we were just like, what is going on? The drives get you sometimes. They get you with the away games. Kids eat bad on those drives. <laughs> yes, They're not they even do. eating real food. They're just eating, like, snacks and, like, gummies and stuff like that. It's, it's like, get a real meal in you. The but then when, the hot Cheetos. Yeah, but then when you get a real meal in you, they're all slumped. They're all just right, ready no. for an – it's Their bodies ugh. ain't used to it. That's why, man. Segment, King Interesting It. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Road games. Hey, so let's talk about Hayden, okay? I'll talk about Hayden in the 1A because I think that they've got the toughest schedule in the 1A from what I've seen. Oh, yeah. So Hayden opens up at home against the Gregory School. They play against Desert Christian. They're at Fort Thomas. They play home against Joseph City. They play Mogollon on January the 7th at home. They play Lincoln Prep at home. Uh, They play Fort Thomas at home. They're at Mogollon. They play at Cicero Prep. They play at Joseph City. I mean, it's just loaded. How'd you skip over Miami? How dare you? Did I skip over Miami? You did. That's their second game. Oh, yeah, that's true. They play at Miami, so it's it's their first away game of the season. I just really like this a lot. They got some really good games on their schedule. I think they're going to be in pretty good shape going there. Let me look at Mogollon actually really quick, too, because I think Mogollon's got a pretty decent schedule as well, man. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm going to go ahead and I might change El Capitan because Mogollon's schedule is not bad. I know. I'm just looking at that right now. They play in their tournament. They host. And then they go to Round Valley, which is obviously, you know, they're going to be playing. Oh, yeah. And if you've never been to Round Valley, you've got to go at some point. It's It's so fun. It's one of the best small ball tournaments, you know, in small ball Arizona. Um, they do play Joseph City. They do play Sequoia Charter, who we do have in our top ten. Mm-hmm, um, they got Hayden. Mm-hmm. They got North Valley Christian. They got Fort, Fort Thomas, Thomas. Civic Uh St. John's not really one to like really go wow about, but I mean they're really a hard physical they'll team. They'll be competitive and so they'll play hard. It's a pretty decent test to test their physicality and see how they can get through a crazy game because that's at Mogollon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they play Hayden, Civic Fort Thomas, and Joseph City. So actually. I, I know. Think, I think this is a little tougher. I, I than, think Mogollon has a tougher schedule than Al Capitan, but I well, think, it all depends on those out-of-state games. Yeah, that's true. I guess we don't really know much about those out-of-state teams. Yeah. I guess we're gonna do top three teams that have tougher schedules, yeah, I'm, sure, and I'm okay good. with that because Mogollon. That I mean, that's a really tough schedule, and that's really good for them. It's great. I guess I have them really highly touted in the one A. So, like I said, I think that's really good for them to kind of go through the fire early. It's good, and there's some other one A teams that also have some good schedules. But those are the ones that just really stick out to us as we're kind of going through and just yeah. just kind of looking through it. But it's going to be really good for those specific teams as they get to the end of their season. I really think this that the one is going to be a pretty big dog fight throughout that. You know, what? I just thought of something. Let me check on my fighting frogs, dude. Let me see their schedule because I know I looked at it already and it must have not stuck out to me. But 
Salome's just playing like Basha, Pinnacle, Sienega. <laughs> <laughs> just five A's and six A's. That's yeah. it. No, they got some, they got a decent schedule. Um, that means their schedule is mid. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, though. It's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I see why I didn't mention it, though. Because, you know, if I miss over my fighting frogs, it's got to be for a reason. So. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Fighting frogs, fight on. Okay, so let's go to the 2A. And the 2A, there was a couple teams that, that we noticed that had some some good schedules. One of them is, I mean, I think probably the toughest one, the, the toughest schedule that's in the 2A is Rancho. Yes. You want to talk about Rancho for a second, their schedule? So Ran- Coach Trey, like I said, just does a great job just kind of scheduling his team and kind of preparing them early. Like I said, Speaking of Rancho, we just mentioned that. I didn't think about that. I, I, I said I didn't even catch that either. Um, they do play Horizon Honors, which I do think they'll be a better team than they were last year. I I, I kind of like watch them a little bit. I like how they play. They got some pretty skilled guards, honestly. I think they're able to put the pieces together. They can make a pretty decent, like, um, they can become a pretty decent team in the 2A. They got Playoff Cicero team. Prep. Playoff team, right? Yeah. You got Cicero Prep, which is going to be a notable team in the 1A, they're I think. in our top 10 for the 1A. Yeah. Um, and then after that, they do go to Perry. <laughs> That's why <laughs> they were- at, at Perry. Perry, at Perry, which is a six A. No, they played them last year. It was a. I think they. I know, I know they did lose. I think by like ten or fifteen. More. I think it was by more. But I telling you, I watched that game. It was during a tournament, and Rancho played. I've never seen Rancho play that bad. They played terrible. Well, and my thing is too, like for those of you guys that don't know, they're not just playing like any six A team. That's just kind of like, a, sure. You know what I mean? Like Perry is usually like ranked number three or number four in their mm-hmm. in the six A conference in the state of Arizona. So I mean. To play that team and then you know you're kind of with them. I mean, it's great for them. So I think I like that game against them. Uh they do play North Valley Christian. Then you got Chandler Prep and then you got Tempe Prep, who were the mm. big dogs that moved up from the 1A. Mm-hmm. You got Madison Highland, which is gonna be a very, very fun game to watch, I think, this year. This ain't even the best of schedule, y'all. It gets even better now. After once it gets January, it just gets kind of crazy for Rancho. It really does, dude. And then look at this. They play a team from Colorado, Fossil Ridge, and I'm pretty sure they're a pretty highly touted team in their uh state. And then they go to the Visit Mesa Basketball Challenge, which is at Red Mesa or Red Mountain High School, which is, I think, a 5A or 6A. So they'll probably see a lot of big schools over there to get challenged, you know, as they kind of come towards that midseason. And then right here, you open up January. You start the new year off with a bang. You're playing Valley Christian, the Trojans versus the Mustangs. And I I like that game, man. They didn't play them last year. They did not. I'm excited about this I'm kind of interested about that. And it's at Valley Christian on January 3rd. Mm. Don't be surprised if your boy pulls up, but we might have a game. We might have a game. We might have a game. Did uh, who do you got in this game? Rancher Valley. Ooh, hot seat question. Hot seat question. I don't like that. Oh man, That's a tough I'm one, gonna go. Dude. I'm gonna go ahead and go Valley. Yeah. I think what Valley has as far as weapons as compared to Rancho, and like I said, maybe we didn't see all Rancho's weapons as far as in Section Seven. Sure. And like obviously during the fall. I just like I like Valley Christian's team, but I do think that Rancho puts up a pretty good fight. I think it's a pretty close game. Honestly. Here's what I'm looking for because I agree with you. I'm looking for um, how does Rancho handle the zone? Uh, I don't I don't know that uh, that Valley That's, plays the zone this year. You don't think they would if they watched I they film? Might. I don't. Well, if they watched film, no, they yeah, did. Right. They did play zone. Yeah, but they had Caleb Shaw and that other kid. They don't have him anymore. That's so fine. I though. wonder how that'll shift things because they, they did play that two three. I know, but they had some really good athletes to be in there. They don't yeah. have the same level. I mean, I'm not saying that they can't do it, but you know. No, I know what you mean. But here's what I'm looking for. I can't wait to see Valley Christian try to stop Ramos if they do go man. Because mm. I, I think if they go man, I think Ramos could go for 30. 
God, ooh, 30? I think I think you go for 30. Like, who could guard him in that? <clears throat> think I about know. it. Now I'm thinking about it. Nah, that's tough. That's a but I think Valley Christian has more more pieces. I think they win. I think they have more pieces, but like I said, I do like Randy. I, I actually, yeah, I'll go ahead and say Valley for the safe bet. But like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Rancher does pull it off. It's I don't even think it's really an upset. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, these are two teams that are pretty, really well coached, and they yeah. got some firepower to them. It's just kind of who's better that night, I guess. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it's not over yet, though. It's, the schedule keeps going, man. It gets crazier. I'm not finished, guys. Hold on to your seatbelt, because right after that, they play Highland Prep, which we do have them really highly ranked mm-hmm. in our top ten, and I think that they're going to be able to carry that. I think Coach Hill has his team ready. I think they're ready to make that jump this year because they got a lot of explosive athletes. And mm-hmm. I know when you hear explosive athletes, you know, a lot of them are kind of unorthodox and not fundamentally sound. But I think these kids are. I think mm-hmm. they do have shooting with their athletic ability. And they do have size, especially for being in the two and the small ball. So I think it's going to be kind of interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how Rancher guards them. I kind of like Highland Prep in that matchup. Mm. But I think that Rancho Solano's, like, experience, um, just the different sets, the different situations as far as defense that he's going to probably throw at. Highland Prep, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how they counter that. Mm. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Anyways, don't want to go on a loop. Uh, they do play Arizona Lutheran, which is obviously a great matchup. I like Arizona Lutheran. Mm-hmm. Scottsdale Prep, Glendale Prep, and they go to Phoenix Country Day, which is going to be a very tough matchup. But I think Ramos against Jerkins, I think it's going to be kind of interesting to see how Jerkins is able to withstand Ramos. It's going to be a really, really good game. Here's what I want to focus on. It's February 4th. Rancho at Scottsdale. That's going to be a lot of fun. I love how you can't get rid of this matchup. You know, you got to. You just can't. And I love it. Every time I just, it's a much CTV. It's really great. And I think Scottsdale, if I'm not mistaken, Scottsdale has Rancho's number. They do. I think this is the year. Every time they play, what kind of defense does Scottsdale run? The zone. I'm hoping that this is the year I'm I'm pulling for Rancho. Or they run the state championship game. They ran a zone. Well, it was a modified zone, but yeah, they did. A modified zone, but a zone's a zone. Right. Well, I know. I get that. It's, yeah. you know. They were extended a little bit. I know what you mean. Yeah, they were like, yeah. So um, I I hope that this is the year that they can get over the hub against Scottsdale, but I think it's a, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to watch how they do and just how it kind of prepares them for the offseason. I think Rancho's got the toughest season in the 2A. It's arguably one of the toughest in the small ball. That's it's the not the toughest, though. It's not the toughest. It's not. I, I'm just trying to like. We're gonna get to. The I'm toughest. trying to bring it up a little bit. But I feel you. God, I feel that's you. a really good schedule. I like that. You know what, man? I think. What do you think? I think I'm just gonna stop it there in the two A. I mean, PCD's got a pretty decent schedule, but it's not even. It's not the same as Rancho. Comparable, but I mean, you gotta note that some of the teams are playing. They are gonna play a Trivium Prep, who's newly coached, but they do got some a lot. They do have some firepower, and they do have some new players. We do play at Phoenix Christian. Tempe Prep. They play Cicero Prep. They play. They play us January twentieth. Rancho play, Madison, Arizona Rancho. Lutheran. Yeah, I mean it's a good schedule, but I'm just saying it's, it's a, not the same. Comparable to Rancho, I get same. what you're saying. So yeah, I guess we can go ahead and skip. That. I mean, we just kind of. I mean, we pretty much just mentioned the team that they're going to be playing. So Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, Phoenix Country Day. Overall, I give their schedule a grade B plus. Who is it? PCD. Yeah, I give it a B. A minus. No, no, I won't go A minus. So B plus. Yeah, I give Ranchos an A minus. Well, hold on, let me see. I, I give, give it a minus. I give Rancho. I'll go A. I'll go. I'll go a solid. minus. I'll go A minus. That's fire. Give it A minus. It's a really good schedule. I think so too. It's really good. What? Wait. What, so what then? What would you grade? Um, Mogi on schedule. 
Mogion. Here, let me go back to that. And look as at it as not as far, I guess if we're doing as far as just like the general three or the general small ball conference, I'm gonna give it a C plus. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I think I like it, especially for them. I think it's great for them. I think for them, yeah, I like a C a C plus there. May, maybe uh maybe a B minus. Yeah, C plus. C plus. Yeah, I think what I would love to see Mogion do, and it's the same thing I'd love to see Hayden and El Capitan and all them is to play some of those top-level 2A squads. You know? I like when teams just kind of branch out a little I bit. I would just, just love that. You know, even, you know, I'm going to talk about my dog, Salome, a little bit. But last year, they branched out, and they played against some mid-major 3A squads. Yeah. And it helped them a lot. I mean, you look at them and their schedule, it helped them get better, and I thought that was really cool. So I think that's all that I'm looking for with Mogion and all that. But they got a great schedule. I give them, like, a, a C+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a good schedule. I think Kaisen Owens is going to tear it up over there, though. I think I think he's be one of the especially players. especially with that schedule. I think he's going to tear it up. He's definitely a player to watch on the one A four, especially for Player of the Year. Let's go to the three A, dude. Okay, three A. I mean, you could take your pick, man. I mean, the three A is a, a freaking dogfight with all these things. We talked about a couple teams. I don't know where you want to start. I Before think we, we should go- save the googly eyes for the last one because I think that's the we. I think we agree on the toughest schedule in the small ball scene. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. God, I mean, golly, dude, the three. I mean, where do you even start? I think we could start with like a Thatcher. I like that. So hold up real quick. Let me pull up. There's, I had it, but then I accidentally uh, exited out. Of course, I did that because you know that's all good. I'm way more prepared than Reyes's guys. So Thatcher's got some some really good teams on their schedule. They start their toughest game like starting off soon is probably Sabino, December fifteenth. They go to the Florence and the Eastern Arizona College tournaments, December twenty first to December twenty seventh. They're playing at Buena. They play at Sabino. They're playing at Pima, which is in the top five for us in the two A. It's a tough squad. And then they end the regular season at Coolidge. That's just a good schedule that they have. What I love is even though they've moved to the South, they are still they're still playing some good teams that are outside of the South, which is cool. I like that a lot. So no, I think that your schedule complements them, especially who they are as a team. I think, like I said, in our I think I have I have my top five top four team, mm-hmm. top five, top five team in the state, in the three, a man, they're just some dogs. I like who they're bringing back. They do have some size. They have a pretty good card play. They're really well coached. And like I said, yeah, I like that. The, I like the move cause it makes that region stronger, but I like how they still branched out a little bit to get a couple more players. Mm-hmm. I don't know more teams to get some pretty, some pretty good wins over. I think, I think they'll be able to get some wins on that column. Another team that actually kind of noticed is a push ridge in the South. I was going to say, speaking of the South, we know what I'm happy about with them. They fixed what the problem was last year with their schedule. Remember last year in their schedule, the only teams that they played were their region. And then they played oh, that's the four, a five, a teams that were just in Tucson right there. That were like mid major, not great. And yeah. they had some little PowerPoints, right? Mm-hmm. They yeah. fixed that. No, they did fix that. So I mean, they do start with Walden Grove, and for those who don't know, Walden Grove was like a four A, I believe, but they're kind of like a low major four A team. Uh, but then they go to the VCS Valley Christian Tournament, which is obviously great for them. I think they're gonna see a lot of great competition. So it'll be actually kind of interesting to see how they do well and how they fare in that uh, tournament. Then they play Mountain View Morena. They play Nogales. They're playing Ironwood Ridge. Canyon Dale Oro. I feel like their best so, games are the small ball teams, though, not the bigger no, schools. And so those twenty-eight to eight, honestly, if we're gonna be completely honest, 
those are probably mid-majors, you mm-hmm. know? Right. They're, they're mid-major 5As. And that was the issue last year. That was, like, the but majority they pl- of But they, they played. played him at the end, and I think that's what hurt them. Sure, yeah, you're right. You yeah. know, I think it's kind of nice to kind of get him out of the way earlier. I mean, maybe they know something that we do not know about these mid-majors. Maybe they're having to come up. Maybe they have some players that we just don't know about. Obviously, because we cover small ball, and that's all that matters because it's the best, you know, conference and just, you know, best basketball in Arizona, small ball overall. Small ball overall, baby. Um. Anyways, they kick start. They kick start off the small ball scene in December seventeenth against Valley Christian. But this is at Push Ridge. So last year when Push Ridge oh, went to Valley Christian, at Push Ridge, Valley Christian's student section, the crowd was going crazy. I was actually at that game. So that game was hectic from the start. They had Caleb Shaw. He threw it down early in the game. But this is at Push Ridge. Push Ridge, I think, is going to be a, bring a great crowd. I think that great the, energy Valley has their numbers. So I think that pushers wants it back and I think they're going to become ready to play. So I like that game. Who do you have winning that matchup Valley Christian or push Ridge? And what's the point spread? And what's the point spread? Dang. So Valley Christian at pushers. I'm going to go with Valley Christian. I think Valley Christian's got this one. Do you on think the they road. take care of them? I don't know if they take care of them. I could see it being like a 15 point game. That's fair. Yeah. I was going to go ahead and say like 12. I just think Valley Christian has a little bit too much for Pushridge, but I think Pushridge is going to compete really, really well. So, yeah. yeah and I so, like and then they play Florence, which I think is a very winnable game. Florence does have a Farley, right? So mm-hmm. Yep. They do have Farley, which is a pretty tough matchup, but I think that Pushridge will be able to overwhelm them, especially with their defense. I like, they, they got some dogs on defense. They play hard. Yeah. They, they play, play very really hard. hard. So, I do like what they got kind of going on over there. And they're at Thatcher. God. I, that one's a tough one. And that one's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up in the air, but I'm going to go ahead and lean toward Thatcher again on that one. Mm-hmm. I like I, said, I do love Putridge, and I think their coach is awesome. January 14th. January 14th, man. ALA, I remember, but this is at ALA. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be have- a great one, though. Win or lose, it's good for the PowerPoints. It's good for the algorithm, just for that whole mix to just even out. Because the problem last year is they didn't have that. Well, and if if you just look at the seven game, like the seven day stretch, like a week stretch, you got ALA Ironwood on January 14th. Then on the 19th, you play Paulo Verde, which Paulo Verde does have some incoming freshmen that are good. They'll be pretty good. I'm pretty sure we'll be talking about them during the season. And then you got Winslow. Mm-hmm. And we don't obviously know, really know what Winslow has, but I know we- They're going to be better than last year for I sure. I think they'll be better than last year. So And it's at, oh, it's at Push Ridge, actually. Ooh, that's interesting. I was say, if it's at Winslow, that changes things. Mm-hmm. I think when every time a game's at a reservation school, it just kind of changes the dynamic a little bit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change necessarily the outcome, but it's just yeah, a factor. And then they play Sabino on the 27th. And then on the 1st, they play Gilbert Christian. At Gilbert Christian. At Gilbert yeah. Christian. I like this schedule overall. I'm going to go ahead and give- um Coach Eric, I'm going to give it a B minus. Is that fair? Yeah. A B? I think it's a pretty solid schedule. I don't think it's mid. If you think it's mid, you're crazy. Yeah, no, I think B minus. Yeah, it's really good. I think it's a very good schedule. I mean, what? You got Gilbert Christian. You got Sabino. You Valley. got ALA Ironwood. You got Valley F for sure. You got Thatcher. Yeah. It could probably be a solid B, dude. I'll give it a B. Florence, that's good. I'll yeah. give it a B. That's fair. And then yeah. you got the Valley Christian term. That's a, that's a good schedule. It's way improved from last year. Because the issue last year is they just didn't have the PowerPoints of the teams they were playing. So mm-hmm. they had a good record, but they didn't have the PowerPoints. So that's going to be fixed now. That's Do we want to know uh, Fountain Hills real quick? Just kind of kind of brief over. Yeah, let's just go over Fountain Hills real quick. Fountain Hills has got a, a pretty interesting schedule. They did lose some players from last year, but we just want to focus on their schedule right now. Uh, they opened up November 18th uh, at home against LA West Foothills, play Shadow Mountain. They're in the Ben Franklin Thanksgiving Classic. November 30th, they play at Gilbert Christian. December 14th, they play at Scottsdale Christian, which is going to be a really fun one to watch. 
Uh, they open up region play with, I mean, their first like rivalry game as far as region play is January 10th. That that's our, our place. That game's always back and forth. It's always a super fun game, but the kids play super hard there. We could tell stories about some things that have gone down, but we're not going to because it's a, it's a great rivalry and we always have fun playing. Yeah, exactly. And if you do want to hear those stories, just come check out our new podcast. It's all about conspiracies and kind of what happens during the game. I'm totally kidding, guys. We do not have the podcast. On we don't. Yeah. Fountain Hills on January 16th plays at home against Phoenix Christian. That's a good one. I might. I mean, if we do not play, it's it's hard. I like this one more for Phoenix Christian than for Fountain Hills. I think this is I and so I'm gonna go ahead and call me crazy, but I like Phoenix Christian in this matchup. Mm-hmm. I like Phoenix Christian too, even though it's away. And mm-hmm. we've played at Fountain Hills, and Fountain Hills can get pretty rowdy. I think this is a good step in the right direction for Phoenix Christian and a good test for them because, mm-hmm. like I said, well, like we've obviously talked about Fountain Hills so many times. I'm pretty sure you're tired of like you know it's a broken record, but I'm just saying like they're really well coached. Coach Bonner does a great job running really great sets. But I think we'll talk about this in a later episode. I'm pretty sure about the shot clock and how it's going to be affecting some small ball teams. Sure. But like, he likes to run the clock and he likes running his sets and stuff like that. And Phoenix Christian's kind of a transition. They kind of push the tempo. They're going to have to be disciplined to win that game. I, and that's, I think, what's going to kind of – if they lose, it's because they weren't disciplined enough and they weren't sure. able, yeah, to kind of settle down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a really fun game for them. I think it's a really winnable game for Phoenix Christian. Yeah, so that's going to be a great game. And then Northwest Christian as well and then Scottsdale. So – you know, again, so they get Northwest twice, Scottsdale twice, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. So I I'm like a, their schedule. I'm going to go ahead and give it a C. I think it's pretty mid. Fountain Hills? Yeah. I don't know that you can give that a C. C plus? I think you give it like a B minus too. A B minus? I think the only thing that helps them, obviously, because like, obviously Scottsdale's in their region. You got Gilbert. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, think about it. And think you about like even what you said about Pushridge. I mean, you're pretty much flip-flopping a valley for a Scottsdale, right? You've got like a Northwest Christian who could take the place of like a Thatcher. They're not as good, but they're they're similar. You do have a okay, yeah. You okay. got a Phoenix Christian in there. Thank you, I mean, Christian. Okay, so it's a, okay. B minus. I'm sorry, Fountain Hills. I'm just Coach saying. Bonner. I'm sorry. Hey, West Foot Hills. They got some good teams in there. Okay, uh, we can also mention SCA Scottsdale Christian. They've got a pretty tough schedule as well. Yeah, uh, they if do. You're looking at it right now. I'm looking at it. You want me to read some down? Yeah, go for it, man. So they kick off their steep. I mean, they kick off their season with Wickenburg, but the real season. I shouldn't even say that. Wow. <laughs> December sixth, they play ALA Ironwood, and then on December tenth, they play Santa Fe Christian, which is this highly. Um, they're a really good school, Christian school out in California. Apparently one of the top ones in California. Yeah, I heard that they did win their state. Because I don't know how California class works out there, but we're not going to really dive into it. But they're a really good team out in California. Mm-hmm. Then they play Fountain Hills. They go to the North Valley Christian Shootout. They're gonna, they play us, Northwest Christian. And then on the January 13th, obviously we mentioned about Valley Christian. They do play Valley Christian at Mesa Community College. And then they will play Gilbert Christian on the 26th. And then they play Rancho Solano on the 4th. So I think overall, this is a pretty good schedule. I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like hidden, not hidden gems, but just kind of a little sneak peek, like I said, because you're playing the A-Light Ironwood. You're playing the Santa Fe Christian, the Fountain Hills, Camp Verde, mm-hmm. Northwest, Valley, Gilbert, and Rancho. So, I mean. I'd give it the same, like a B minus, maybe a B. I'm going to give it. I'm gonna give that one a B. Yeah. I think I'm going to go ahead and give that a B because you got a Fountain Hills, a Rancho, and a Valley Christian, and even a Gilbert Christian in there. Mm. Oh, Alien Ironwood. I forgot about that. And Alien Ironwood. That's a B. That's a solid schedule. Okay, let's talk about the toughest schedule in Arizona small ball. 
Maybe the toughest schedule in the country. Just kidding. It's not the toughest schedule in the country. In the state of Arizona, ain't nobody can mess with the schedule. Gilbert Christian. Gilbert Christian, if you're listening, I want you to know we respect the schedule that you guys have put together. It is a dogfight, and it has got to be so much fun to coach in it. And, uh, yeah, let's just talk about it. Wait, before hot seat question, do you think the schedule was made because they did have Grant Woods? Uh, I don't think that was a factor. Don't lie. I don't. I'm I'm being. Why would I lie? I'm being honest. Okay, just saying. Okay, here we go. Conspiracies. (laughs) Conspiracies. So let's talk about this in the 3A with Gilbert Christian. Okay, you know, with some of these teams, you can skip them. But, man, with this one, dude, like, oh, my gosh. You just roll through it every single game. is just nuts, man. They pretty much said, we want all the smoke and come give it. So they start with the Ben Franklin Classic Tournament. And they go into their first, like, real season game is uh, Fountain Hills at home. They play Globe at home. They go at Santan Charter, one of the top teams in the, I think, in our top five in the 2A. And they play at Ben Franklin, who's a really competitive team in the 3A as well. They go to the North Valley Shootout. January 7th, they play Yuma Catholic at home. January 10th, they play ALA Ironwood at home. Man. January 13th, they play at Northwest Christian. January 14th, they play at Valley Christian. January 18th, they play at Coolidge. January 21st, they play Florence at home. 24, they go back. January 24th, they go back to uh, Ben Franklin. January 26th, they play Scottsdale Christian at home. Uh, And then January 31st, they play at ALA Ironwood. February 1st, they play Push Ridge at home. February 3rd, they play guy. I mean, seriously, dude, it's crazy. February 3rd, they play Valley Christian at home. February 6th, they play at Globe. And then February 9th, they play at home, Santa. Man, just that stretch. It's just a mouthful, dude. It just sticks out to you. Think about this. From the North Valley shootout all the way to about January 26th. Just dogs. Mm-hmm. You just listed it off pretty much our top 10. <laughs> oh, I know. You're right. I didn't even think about Yuma that. Yuma Catholic, ALA Ironwood, Valley Christian, Coolidge, Scottsdale Christian. Fountain Hills. Fountain Hills. That's crazy. Push Ridge. Yeah. Push Ridge, you're right. And Valley Christian. <laughs> it doesn't stop, dude. It's crazy. It's going to be fun. I mean, if you want to talk about Gilbert Christian, obviously they're going to be a playoff squad. When they make it into the playoffs, I think that the strength of schedule and the algorithm is going to help them just by definition. They are going to be a team that has had tough games all season long. And I'm going to say this, it doesn't matter who they play in the first round. They'll have a chance to beat them because of the type of season that they've had. I just think coach Keener always does a great job. He's going to adjust. You know, he said, you do lose a really big piece in woods, but I mean, he'll bounce back. He's going to get his team ready. Like I said, they're going to be a playoff team. They're I would, be competitive. I would hate to see him in the first round, honestly. I know they're going to be tough, man. Battle tested. Literally battle tested. And I think they'll be able to squeak away some pretty good wins that will help mm-hmm. them, especially in the PowerPoints. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if we missed a team that has a schedule that is tougher, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, bro, my team has a way tougher schedule than Gilbert Christian think you're crazy if you're saying that but let us know you know we want to talk about some teams we want to have uh, specific games in our radar that we can tune in throughout the week folks i know you're getting ready for this but our game recaps and our game predictions are coming very soon and uh, we all know that the season is right around the corner we can't wait to get back into full swing be looking out for a couple things we're looking out for our episodes coming out be looking out for our plays of the week uh, sponsored by fast model sports just be looking out for all of those things because we got a lot of really fun things coming for you guys. Reyes, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? 
I'm just happy that small ball basketball season is here. It's here. I mean, it's, it's here, it, man. It's right there. Like I said, you know, all I mean, tryouts are over and everything, man. It's time to get rolling and kind of see who's who 